0: You are now listening to the New Old Heads Podcast, premiered every Thursday at noon Eastern Standard Time at bringdowntheband.com and brought to you by No Bad Ideas, Coleman Dental, Printfinity, Indy CD & Vinyl, and Sun King Brewery. Support the New Old Heads by visiting our Patreon at p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash heads.
1: You are now tuned in to the New Old Heads Podcast. I am Major 7. The entire crew is here, starting off with my man, uh, rocking that very expensive hockey jersey, my man Jay Moore. How are you, sir?
0: As always, blessed and highly vaccinated. How is everyone else doing?
1: Good to hear. Good to hear, brother. Doing all right. Let's get it. Doing good. Man, DJ J. Diff, what's happening, man? Salutations. Ain't ain't
2: much happening, you know? weather's fluckery. Messing with your allergies a little bit, you know? But uh, other than that, life is good.
1: Mine is so trash right now, bro. Like, I it's bad over here man like I'm trying to fight it but it's, it's getting real bad out here in these streets
2: man Longevity live
1: huh you
2: got that Luther?
1: ah oh, you know what though I felt alone before we came on Uh, Thursday and Friday um no I had some had some strange symptoms brother but uh everything's back to normal now so I'll just leave yeah, it okay. at that but uh yeah I, I I was a little shook on Thursday and Friday but everything back to normal Good. Dude. There, live you. from the bring down the band headquarters. Yeah, what you say? I, I, you talking to me or talking to Terry? I, I was gonna say I'm,
3: I'm doing well and highly halfway vaccinated. You know. <laughs> <There> you
1: <go. laughs> well, you beat me to it. Then live from the uh, bring down the band headquarters. My man, longevity is uh, well and highly uh, half vaccinated. So yeah, get you, you out get here. You, get, it. Get, get you that schedule. Get get you that schedule yeah, I gotta, in. And I gotta go ahead and get, get that my injection. walk on. Walk in and go ahead and get busy. Uh, shout out to the chat. I see TJ uh, Moore emotes out here with him looking very... No, we didn't even put that in the air. Um, the Flood, I see you. Uh Goodwill Hunter, I see you. Governator, what's happening? E As always, what's happening, bro? Uh, yeah, that is a very creepy uh, emote. Thing. Yeah, I made that emote. That that emote. Right. That <laughs> Low-key. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's oh, interesting.
0: Yeah, they, they put that emote into the... Um... That that emote is also on uh, academics? academics for Take That Tuesday. So yeah. I might
1: yeah. I might just spend some points just to unlock that so I can use that tonight because that right there is uh very interesting. All right, so we have started a new trend that we are trying to uh actually starting something that we want to make a trend and is allowing the chat to select what our first topic will be for the evening. So the goblinator is the winner want to put in a topic and we got to rock with rock with the people he says you guys believe in ghosts or paranormal activity or anything like that on i'll come to you first what are your thoughts sir so
3: i'm very uh very mike Insulin on this shout out to steam by who's seen the movie uh, 1408 I'm very much how I was on the same feeling on, uh, aliens. Like, I don't know, maybe like, I've never seen a ghost, you know, um, do they exist? I don't know. Maybe, um, I've never been in a position to where, where like I've felt like ghostly presences and stuff like that, but I've, known people that have said that they've been around that stuff and they felt it so honestly i don't know i'm just very um i don't know if apathetic is the right word i would say maybe uh what's the word for the people that uh don't believe in god but don't not believe in god there's like a word for it agnostic there we go very agnostic about the whole thing
1: there it it's is agnostic. good word there
2: oh yeah good That's word jd have
1: talked to me talk to me man what's your thoughts
2: I mean, I was brought up to I always believe that there's something out there that um, that is supposed to be balanced as right and wrong. And if if you uh, delve in a little much, it, it might uh, introduce itself to you. And there's been some mm-hmm. people that have been introduced to, to certain type of spirits. I mean, spirits essentially is energy. And if you're inviting a certain type of energy into your life, um, it's a possibility, it's gonna, it's gonna mess with you, so yeah, I absolutely believe in it. And it also, you know, as when I was younger, it kept me from watching certain movies
1: like uh, Poltergeist. Hey, oh, yeah, we, we know a music video you ain't like too,
2: yeah, thriller. yeah, definitely thriller. I mean, you know, I'm first to admit it, it was scary, yeah. you know, but um, nah, I was. Brought up to believe that that certain energy exists and you can invite that into your life if yeah. you are not on the right path. So I yeah. definitely agree with it. And some people try to find it. I'm cool.
1: <laughs> well said, Jay Moore. Talk to me, man. How, how you feel about it?
0: I'll be honest. I, I don't believe in ghosts um, because um, if ghosts were real, there'd be no white people in the South.
1: Wow. So, wow. Okay. I, I well, that's is that your final answer?
0: <laughs> you know what? I'm just gonna leave it at that, and you can take from that what you will.
1: Fair enough. Well, uh did You say J. Div? I don't know if y'all seen uh
2: "Tales from the Hood." The niggas would not having
1: it. I, 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 they were not having it in the south. No. So, what you gonna uh, do? What? You- <laughs> <laughs> long don't even get me started, man. Um. As for me, man, I I got so much family from the south, man, and grannies, and you know, I've heard stories kind of like similar to what Terry talked about with the energy, the energy you put out, and you know, my granny used to always say, "Be careful how you treat folks and the energy you put back out; it to come back on you and that type of thing." So, um, I'm pretty, I think I, I'm me and Terry are on the same pretty much the same path with this one. I'm not going to say, you know. I see G.O.A.T. from a standpoint actually seeing them or, you know, I say I necessarily believe in that. But I do believe in the energy that you put out. I do believe we'll come back on you. So I guess you can take that for what it is. But I was like, uh, Terry, pretty much on the in the, around the same page on, on, on that one. Pretty much how I see. It. I'll also say, mm-hmm. like,
3: I think it would be. Don't get me wrong. Like one of my favorite movies ever is Ghostbusters. I love stuff like that. Like if all of a sudden Mm -hmm. somebody came out and like a Ghostbusters emerged in Indianapolis, I'd be like, "Yo, can I be (laughs) one of them?" Like,
1: (laughs) like, how can I be down? Do I have to put? I would be right with him too, though. Getting fitted for a proton pack. That's not (laughs) see Ghost Ghostbusters.
2: mild, though. Like like when I'm talking about like that weird energy is like yeah
1: yeah. Maybe I'll
2: uh, Amityville Amityville horror Mm -hmm. show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, stuff like that. That that stuff is a whole different type of great
1: what's another, cra- what's another yeah. crazy uh exorcist type joints, uh, in, yeah. like, uh yeah, cool. insidious, cool. all that. I'm yeah, those man, like cool movies, yeah. but yeah, I'm cool. They, they
2: watch certain movies like that uh just based off of I just I wouldn't necessarily say fear, it's just more I have um something going off in my conscious, yeah. like subconsciously yeah. telling me you probably shouldn't watch that because it can invite something yeah. into your world that you might not uh, welcome. So I just leave right. it alone. That's just yeah. where I'm at.
1: The city is getting that bread though. They they keep finding ways to make, <clears throat> I don't know, man. I don't know how many they own now. Like they had three and then they start changing the names and I think there's another one that's about to come out. So they, they milk that story. They get that paper in that movie franchise so yeah i i mean i i know people too that say they feel different
3: types of energies too you know like they can they can sense energies in different places of you know like people that have passed and stuff i think what it really comes down to is we really don't know a lot about a lot and so there's most likely something there you know what i mean but it's probably beyond our comprehension at this point
0: if you read Bobby Brown's book, Every Little Step I Take, which you, if you like, you know um, autobiographies, you need to check it out. If you're any kind of, uh, even if you're not a fan of Bobby Brown, a new edition, it's an incredible book. Um, and Bobby Brown said at one point he had had sex with a ghost. Now I will I remember say hearing uh,
1: about that, cocaine oh,
0: yeah. is also a hell of a drug. But um,
1: <laughs> but yeah,
0: like, you know, it, 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 he he goes into detail about. Um, you know, being involved with a freaky ghost at one point.
1: I remember hearing about that, man, and like you said, you know, it's, you gotta be careful around that, around that, around that stuff. I'm just gonna say, just leave it at that. Mm. Yeah, just be, just be careful right, around right. that stuff. All so right. Shout out to Bobby, shout out to Bobby, though, because I have I have yet to hear anybody say that that book is not cold, Jay Moore, like, to your point, like, Look, anybody when they knows, did the, the, when they did love the
0: Bobby Brown movie, like, it was a two night event. It should have been five nights because Bobby Brown has lived about 10 lifetimes, you know, in his 50 or some odd years of being on this earth. It's pretty incredible.
1: And I the Goodwill Hunter talking about Ecto Cooper. I see you. I see you. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. Real quick before we jump into the rundown, I cannot wait. For the new Ghostbusters movie. Like me and Long hey, talked man. about this November. last year, but is it November? Or December,
3: November, or December this year. Yep.
1: Okay, so we got to nerd out. And go see that man. Like, yeah, I'm so excited because the trailer is fine. Like, I didn't mess with the one that had the, the young ladies on it. I'm sorry. I it ain't resonate with me. Maybe I'm just being a biased fan. No, it, it didn't. We have talked about it, this. It didn't it didn't continue the storyline. That was the problem. Yeah, and like yeah, the, the original Ghostbusters were in it, rented,
0: but they weren't the Ghostbusters. I was like, this is yeah. no.
1: Ah, that wasn't it. But yeah. the trailer for this new one, oh huh. this one is gonna be no, if I follow correctly like you know when, when I saw it I'm like yeah they're gonna take this story and take it another direction so I'm real hype about that like I cannot yeah. wait are we going to see that one yep all there right man know. let's go ahead and get into the topic shout out to the chat we appreciate y'all as always man, I cannot get past this j Moore emote. good lord follow in the chat man careful around that one I man. think it's I think it's a great emote I
3: don't know what you're talking
1: about yeah I mean I don't know I, don't I mean know you know pinna we just talked about energy though, like the energy on this emote, man. You gotta be careful with that one. It could be taking, you no, know, I don't know what he on right there. It could be positive, he, you know. It could be pointing out lames in the club.
0: Positive. It's always positive. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs>
1: that could he could be pointing. He could be pointing out a lame in the club. I don't know. You know what I'm saying I don't know where mm, he coming from happens. on that one. Out to the Fonte one too. That's one of my favorites. All right, man. Let's go ahead and get into the. Uh, Run down for today's show. Uh let's see. My links. There we go. All right. So Joe Button, uh, Joe Button's the, the Joe Button podcast has been in the news like crazy. I don't know how well I like I actually like the podcast. Um, I don't know how much people have been following like the fallouts with Rory and Maul. And let's see the books and the percentages and pay and Spotify and you know, all that stuff that's been going on, but uh, Joe pretty much just pulled the plug and was like, it's a wrap, man. I'm about to fire y'all. Um, and he can't do that because he pretty much, is, you know, there's no pretty much, he is the draw. He is the name and, you know, he owns his own brand, etc. So he has every right to do that. Uh, but he's been receiving some backlash from certain people about how that has been handled. Uh, and it's just it, a lot of, there's a lot of things we can talk about. Like he has some, uh, sexual harassment allegations that came out as well from uh, Olivia Dope, who's a DJ and former host on the uh, podcast. Like, there's a lot of stuff that's come going on from this one, but there's one quote in particular. I'm going to read this. is from Kevin Hart, and he says, uh, "To see you publicly shit on the, I just messed up. Dag on it. Does that count? Yeah, it counts. Yeah. Who's keeping track?
0: Okay. Yeah, that's one for Mike.
3: I think okay. Terry said the ace, the S H word early too." okay
1: all right man well i
2: actually just said i was (laughs) reading reading
1: the quote so i got to remember to edit the quotes all right so to see (laughs) to see you publicly uh you know on guys (laughs) that was with you that's an example of poor leadership that's an example of why you are where you are this is why he said this is why he said here's the answer point blank and he criticized Continue to criticize Joey He said, You want to be yourself, you want to be a king. You can't do that. You can't do that. Wealth should be shared, not owned. Facts. This is this is a shout-out to Rory and Maul. You guys were dope as expletive at, at the job. Once again, I was a fan of the ex- expletive podcast. It's it's sad, it's a sad day to see this expletive end. <laughs> you guys were on your way to what seems to be higher levels of success. Now, when I saw this, and I initially saw everything that was happening, and I read Kevin Hart's comment, like, I actually, I agree. The reason I say I agree with them is because of the how. It's not about the disputes. It's not about, you know, the negotiations or wanting to be involved in knowing what's going on with your show. Like, to me, Joe Button is really not those guys. Like, that, those aren't your homies. Like, those are business associates. And you guys were taking care of business. Because to me, I wouldn't want to handle in-house topics and conversations to the, uh, in front of the world like that, just for the sake of clout and ratings and to get, you know, views or streams or whatever you want to call it, I don't rock like that. So I would not like to handle anything in that manner. Like I'd rather just take take care of it privately and then we figure out what's going on. But I feel like they wanted to go that route and also like the clout and the attention that came with it. Again, I could be wrong. That's just my opinion, that's my assessment. Um, Lone, what do you think about what Kevin Hart said, man? Like, how do you feel about how all of this kind of ended? Because, I, like I said, we're all fans of the Joe Button Podcast. Always, we've all said that we like it. Um, that public display, man, how do you feel about that?
3: Uh, well, I mean, to Kevin's point, I do think it's, it's it showcases poor leadership. You know, if, Joe, if Joe's going to tout himself as the boss, then he needs to act like it. You know what I mean? At this point in time, the the Joe Budden podcast has well over three hundred and some odd episodes. Rory and Mal are just as much as the podcast as Joe. I mean, I don't think that the show's going to continue, is it? I mean,
0: no, no. They it it's, it they had they had dropped a new episode on Saturday, and there'll be a new one out tomorrow.
3: Oh, so they're going to continue? Oh, it is going to continue. We, okay, yeah, yeah. Without them, so yeah, who's going to be they, on? Is it? just
0: Joe? Well, this is, this is the thing, and, and this is kind of counter to what a lot of people feel. Um, look, Joe Budden is the lead singer of that, if you're going to talk in musical terms. And, you know, it's like, look, it's kind of like what Big Red said in uh, in the five heartbeats. The other guys are interchangeable. Like when Ice and Ish were on uh, during that time when initially Rory and Mal were taking a break, <laughs> As someone who's a fan of the show, um, I still enjoyed the show. I didn't really miss Rory and Mal. I know there are some people um, who do, but um, like I said, like that's that's part of my, you know, uh my my playlist when I'm when I'm out running and working out, like okay I, this day, Maul, the way, too.
1: This, 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 this day
0: I listened to Bomani Jones this day I listened to the the. I listened to I go back and listen to Us this is the day I listened uh, to Stakes Is High this is the day I listened to uh, Quest Love You know they were in my rotation and honestly I didn't right. say oh well Roy and Mal aren't on so I'm going to take Joe Budden out of the rotation right. I still oh, enjoy the Maul. show. It's
1: Maul. Yeah, we gotta call him
2: Maul.
3: <laughs> it's Maul? Okay. Yeah, Maul Maul. Um. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, you, you kind of gave the preface that I was a fan of the show. I'm not a fan of the show. I don't know the show. Um. Outside of oh, well, the, like oh. random, ra- random things that no, I don't hate the show. You know, like I want them to succeed in, in everything, but it's like I don't, I don't like know. I like, I don't listen to the podcast. I don't listen to podcasts, but um, w- what I will say is that. You know, I, I I will I'll go ahead and just air to to Jay on that because I know he does listens to the show. But I will say that I I will be curious to see how the show goes and what the viewership is like. You know, in the next month or so, and um, you know, this type of behavior sells these days. So I you know, it can still be poor leadership, and the show can still you know do well. You know, so
0: you know, because this yeah, this I most think, recent uh, episode it was really good because you know uh, Joe had on his therapist and was you know working like and so as some, somebody who you know is is interested in the mental health space and seeing how people work through things and work through trauma like this episode was just as good as any of the ones that I had listened to I wasn't bored at all by it I mean they talked about the J. Cole you know to start which we'll get to um, but then they got into the whole like and the thing is he apologized or said he needs to apologize to both of those guys but you know Like I said, whether they are able to come back, I honestly, if he keeps the guys that were on during their hiatus, I don't think I would really look as long as Joe has somebody to bounce off of. Then that show is going to be just fine. He, like I said, he's the lead singer on that show. Like some shows, like it's definitely okay. Like I, you know, I feel like with us, it's like when it's the four of us on, it's definitely a four part (laughs) harmony. You know, we all contribute. I think equally to how the success of this show and how it, it flows. But like with Joe, like if say it was just Rory and Maul and Joe wasn't there, I'd be like, well, y'all could have just took the week off. Right.
2: <laughs> Jump in there. Jim a, what do you I'm, thoughts a little, I'm a little indifferent um, on this particular situation. And it's, okay. it's pretty much just based off of um, Joe's behavior. And it's, it's almost like, It's a crash course that's waiting to happen at all times with Joe Budden. If you kind of follow his career, um, whether it was his rap career, uh, when he was solo, when he got with uh, Slaughterhouse, when he was signed to Eminem and and Shady, um, he self-destructs and reinvents himself, so to speak. And it's been working in his favor but in this particular case, to pretty much just crap on your the two two guys that that are responsible for your rise. I mean, granted, it is called the Joe Button podcast. Um, you you do have fame from from rap and from love and hip hop, um, but in the same token, these dudes grow this whole wave with you, and yeah. it's almost like, when I when I heard both, both sides of the story, it's um it came down to finances and him getting upset because they're bringing up uh uh what did he say uh accounting and trying to yeah. check the uh-huh. books and trying to make sure everybody's being accountable. I mean these are his friends; they were his friends before they started the podcast, right? I and and they were bringing up that. Every time that an accountant or money or something was was brought up, he was upset. And I can see that happening with Joe Button. I mean, we all, if you listen to the show, you hear how, how Joe Button is. He flies off the cuff. Yeah, um, And they were just bringing up different examples of, uh, they, they weren't even saying they, they was like not his friend anymore. They just like, we're not doing this podcast anymore based on uh, what he said to me and pretty much told me I didn't have a say so in this I think it was irresponsible on his end and rather uh, the show can go on or not still without them. I still think that's mad shady and that's not something that I think any of us being in a position to where we're offered tons and tons of money. I don't think yeah. that's going to change any of us because I, I, we don't really have that, that same mantra or makeup. Right. Think, <clears throat> At least I don't think so. Money's not involved right now, and they were they were talking about how they weren't making any money at first, and then right. when those deals start coming through, um, that's when the switch kind of went off and kind of just transpired and got worse.
1: Well, one of the things you one of the things you uh, alluded to was how they were friends prior to coming into the podcast, right? So, right. I, my thing is I don't know the, um, the level of. If, if you follow, if that makes sense, like it was, it just we. I know I've known these guys for five or six years and ran into them within the industry. I know, uh, or he did some A and R work or something like that for one of the labels, so he was within the industry. I'm not too sure about Maul, um, but was this kind of an acquaintance type thing where it's like, oh, I knew y'all, you know, through the industry and we've been around for a little bit, versus like, you know, guys that are really your homies because. Way, the way it went down, I just feel like they were cool. The business outweighed friendship based off how... Nah, that, that wasn't the happened. case with them. Like, Joe
2: actually lived so, so, with uh with Maury. Or was it Maury? Okay, yeah, Maury. Okay. None
1: of the two. Didn't know Both, that. Okay. Uh, okay.
2: There you go. He actually <laughs> lived with them before the podcast even jumped off.
1: Um, Didn't know that.
2: They, okay. they had working, working relations and uh, friendships way prior to this so it's not just a business standpoint you know what I'm saying okay. it's, it's more corrected. than that and uh, just I, I just I, I just think that angle is just mad weird you know and then the fire I'm live on the air I... regardless if you wanted to go back and cut it out I mean that's just I mean and, and I understand you're doing it for ratings at the yeah. end of the day for you to come back and apologize down there immediately based on uh, uh, the feedback that they're giving you and then for um, the young lady to come forward at the same time. And with that certain situation, I really wish that when somebody is doing something that you air them out in the act
1: Mm -hmm. versus
2: when somebody else comes forward and then all of a sudden you got a story, too. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm just not really with that. That energy that I'm arrived at cocktail of this, and now I got something to say. Yeah, keep yeah. that same energy at all given times. I mean, this is 2021. We're in a podcast that was recorded live. If you felt a certain type of way, let it be known right there on the spot, so it can be addressed, versus waiting to another issue arrives.
0: Well, I also just think that. <sighs> you know i mean it's 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 hard to deal with friends and then be and then who who might also be he you have to consider them as employees you know um whether that's your man or not is like if if i if if i'm in a just a regular corporate sep- situation and they're paying me $50,000 and i say i want to look at you know the balance sheets of said corporation to see if maybe i'm o- owed more than $50,000 there i have no actual right to actually look at those balance sheets that's not that's none of technically that's above <clears throat> my pay grade it's none of my business if you were any other corporate situation but you know with them being his friends they're like well why wouldn't you want to show me this see this is where the conflict comes in to where okay yes we're friends but at the end of the day i'm cutting you the checks and i'm making the investments like you want part of you you say you want part of the youtube uh Uh, money, whatever that could be. And, you know, I mean, his, his uh, podcast do a few hundred thousand views, you know, so say they want a part of that. It's like, well, no, because I had this entity before we even had a podcast, like, you know, the Joe Budden YouTube channel is like 10 years old. You know, I've had to, you know, uh, maintain this or do whatever, create content for this long before you came along. He also said, look, I and I don't know. It could be not true. It could be true. He said, look, if, if you want the video so you can start your own YouTube channel and monetize it, then that's cool. You know, it's it's like I said, it's it's a complicated situation when you are friends. Yes, you're friends, but you can't use your friendship to leverage uh, things that have to do with business. Be, you know, you, I know for some people that may seem like out of pocket, but, you know, everything is paperwork. You know, um, I would. You know even like i said we we do this out of love, and but like say it was it was some crazy deal you know we would have to have some hard conversations and and see you know if 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 all of a sudden Spotify wanted us to just be on their on their platform, you know those conversations can't be easy, but you know somewhere along the line, like there have to be
1: boundaries have them, put you in place you got to have them, have them. yeah have and to and to, and to so I that think the point, problem
2: with them were the problem with them. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you can go ahead. Well, I was gonna say the problem with the problem with them was uh, I want to say Rory was there from like pretty much the beginning. Like he was stating that the, even the IP was addressed to his email address from the very beginning, mm. and they they weren't uh, trying to get into dealings of money and things like that because they were like we weren't really making anything. But when when it started to bubble, when I'm bringing up those conversations then Joe would get mad and then I would just leave it alone. So to me, it's it's almost, it's it's a narcissist trait to me for whenever I want to talk about this business that we all have together, that you're upset about it because I want to talk about it. That's not cool. Whether you're Joe Budden or not, and everybody knows that out of us three, you're the household name, but we still add value to this. And we feel like we should be compensated, and when we no. want to talk about being compensated, it shouldn't be a problem. I right. think that energy in itself is whack. You know what I'm saying?
3: Yes, I've been there long. Exactly, exactly. So, like, all right. So, we may not be this huge entity, but at the same time, I've already done all the work on the back end to know how. I mean, obviously, if some some deal like set off, we would have conversations. And I think that's the thing, right? You have the conversation with everybody and you say, All right, well, this is what I think it should be. And then the next person says, Well, I think this is what it should be. And then you talk about it, you know? Um, yep. And you and you make it work. Like the the way that we are set up, and just to Jay's point, like, even if it's Joe Joe Budden's YouTube channel, doesn't mean yeah. you can't look at the analytics and see which videos are just the Joe Budden podcast, and then take those. Mm-hmm, uh, videos true. and then do the analytics and split it up however you guys decide to split it up. I've already thought about all this stuff for us. So it's, they like, it up too. it's like it can be it can it can be done and it's not hard and they have the money to hire somebody to do it if they right. don't want to do it themselves. So it's like right. um right I I think it just again it goes back to it's a lack of leadership on Joe Budden's part. Because if he is gonna be this person that's out front and he's leading all this stuff, it's not hard to show the books, if there's nothing to hide, number one, like, if you don't, if like if, if it's clean and it's somewhat equitable, you know, and, and you're okay with making money and, you know, and you make so much more money than everybody else. Like, yeah, you know, obviously he's the namesake, right. Of the Joe Budden podcast, but to Terry's point, everybody contributed to them getting to the point that they are at right now. It's a team effort. So uh, I, I don't think it, um, I don't know. I think it just makes sense to build with the infrastructure, with everybody in mind and to be able to bring these conversations up when things happen and things change. And, you know, like, I don't know, but just none of the, none of this is like, none of that to me is like an excuse. Like to me, and maybe this is where I separate the business part from the friendship part, but it's like, or, or look at it a little bit different. Like I, I don't, see the issue with having this conversation with your friends and i don't see how why that is a hard conversation if you're upfront and you're honest with everything like i i like i get that the conflict of interest could come if there's conflicting ideas and everything like that but if you have this conversation early That's then it. It, se- it seems like you know like if somebody comes to us with the deal and it's significant then we talk about it Right. Cool. What is the brand's, the brand's representation of what does bringing down the band do for the, the notoriety of, of our show, Mm -hmm. you know, as opposed to just us separately. And what does each individual person do and contribute to? Like it's, the stuff isn't easy for anybody that's got a little bit of a business acumen. And if they, if maybe they, maybe just Joe doesn't need to be that person,
1: you know? I don't know. But. Well, I mean, you what you, what you said to me, you hit the nail on the head when you talked about addressing things and, and and having the conversations up front. This obviously has is a situation that has lingered. It's it's festered. Like it didn't whatever conversations that were supposed to have been they're, they're supposed to have. I don't think they've truly had them. And all this it sounded like a, a bunch of guys that were sitting on feelings and some things that they wanted to say, and it just kind of came to a boil. That's the way it looked to me. Yeah. I don't know if they ever no, had see conversations that loan talked
2: about. The problem is the conversations were tried to be had, but they were shot down every time Um, they were brought up. So with them being friends, they would just be like, okay, it's cool. Don't worry about it. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. And when they get to the bridge to cross it, now you really don't want to talk about it. When I tried to talk to you about it a long time ago before we crossed this bridge, now you're really upset about it. You
1: didn't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, you didn't want to talk about it then. You don't want to talk about it now. When are we going to talk about it? There was a $400,000 discrepancy.
3: Yeah.
2: That's a big deal.
3: That's a lot of money. Talking a lot of bread. That's yeah. a
2: whole lot of money when you're yeah. when you're talking about you um, all have lawyers and, and accountants involved and pretty much yeah. to protect everybody's assets and, and well-being. And you find a $400,000 discrepancy. That's a pretty
1: big deal. A bread. And it takes That's you a, a lot bread.
2: a long time to come up with or saying that it was a discrepancy and we're gonna fix it. And then you still not address it. Yeah. Something else is there, man. It, and and I'm not I think Rory and Marl can actually do their own podcast. I do if, too. If I, they're I do too legally do too. able to do so. Cause I mean yeah. honestly, they yeah. they actually sound pretty decent together. They they yeah. added a certain flair to the show as well. I mean, Joe Budden is gonna talk uh seventy five percent of the time on the show regardless, but they right. still added their own particular flair to that show. And they helped him, especially when he left academics. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: I feel like they have an issue with academics and Joe Budden is pretty like he would I would work with academics again. And they're like, Oh, It'd really?
1: Okay. He was always the middleman on that. He was always the middleman on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So I mean, I think think there was some tension that that was brewing, and Joe's acting like he's blindsided, but he knows mm-hmm. exactly what's going on,
1: and yeah, you he's going
2: to be okay. Like Jay Moore said, he's going to be okay. But at the end of the day, that still was a shady move.
1: What you said about his, what you said about Jay Moore. I mean, Jay Moore. What you said about um, Joe <laughs> Budden's personality. Uh, Not Jim Moore' personality. What you said about Joe uh, Joe Budden's personality, you're right. When you go back and you think about his history, like that's a damn good point. Does that count? Yeah, I think I don't think you should probably say that either. I'm just gonna go ahead and give you two and ring the bell.
2: I think you're cool.
1: Whatever, man. Um, but that's good. That's it.
2: That bell was kind of. Yeah, I
1: ain't hear nothing. nothing. I'm glad I didn't. (laughs) It ruined the moment. Uh, that's a darn good point, man. That's a darn good point.
2: So... That makes it worse. Right, Beaver Cleaver.
1: Nah, man, but I, I I just wouldn't have gone. In my personal opinion, I wouldn't have gone about it that way. It, it's ways to handle things, and you know, um, no, it's just not my style. But you know, to each his I, own. I tell you what, they, they though, gotta, gotta live that, with the uh, consequences now.
0: When uh, because you know the that that uh, the podcast that wanted getting uh, getting yanked down, boy, that for a bootleg podcast that thing yeah. made it's way around like uh <laughs> like uh, there was a couple people they you know they had to be smart enough to take the sleepers out you know um so it didn't get yanked down but like there was somebody who posted um the you know the the lost episode if you will of the of the Joe Budden podcast where he fired everybody i saw that it did yeah. like 600k uh wow. in views yeah. i was like wow yeah, uh, you could have jumped somebody, you could have jumped your uh, a whole uh, a whole YouTube channel just based off of the bootleg
1: of a of a podcast. That's crazy. Content, somebody, got somebody got to check. Sick, you said 600k? Yeah, somebody got to check. When
0: I cuz I the one I listened to 600k views. Yeah. Somebody got to check
1: and on I that, had that one. I
0: it. Probably got a ding
2: too. Eventually.
0: No, like cuz there was I oh, tried yeah. to listen to it <laughs> and the, first, person, said, oh, the yeah. first time I tried to listen to it, they uh, they left the sleepers in. So, like the thing is, Joe Budden podcast has a uh, has a license to where they can play music on their podcast. Okay, mm. so um, the reason it got dinged is because at the end of the show they play. It's called sleepers. So they play music at the end of the show. The person forgot to take the right. sleepers out, and that's how it got oh. dinged. But so when they cut it off before the sleepers, I think
3: it's still up. Now I'm gonna have to look in. Uh... No, I'm joking. I'm not gonna do that. You yeah,
0: into the? <laughs> into, i
1: know gonna start about looking at
3: bootlegging podcasts.
1: Shoot,
2: sir, it's lone, money and bootlegging podcasts.
1: Yes, sir. Lone trying to get to that paper. I ain't mad at you. you said guess. I'm a hustler, homie. Hey, it's,
2: all, it's, <laughs> it's all the trap, man. It's all the trap.
1: Hey, man, it's the wild, the wild, wild west out that. here.
3: I'll take a copyright ding for six hundred thousand views.
1: Let's just say that. Talk sure. to him. Talk. To, talk to him, Lone. We'll we'll make out. Yeah, we we'll, it it'll, it'll it'll work out. All right, man, that'll,
3: fund, so that'll fund another
1: camera. You know what I mean, so. there you go. Axe. So yeah, but Kevin Hart, I'm I'm with him on this one. And um, but you know what? I'm, I, honestly, I got a like and Mala gonna business. start something. I, you,
0: you might have had some points, but this is none of your business because uh, I, I if if you're gonna say <laughs> this, I wonder how you paying the uh the the plastic cup. Don't do bags. that. Don't
1: do that. Don't yeah. do that. All Don't right. do that. We, we're gonna leave that alone. No issue. Do
0: that. Now you now you've opened up a whole another can of worms on your end because now they might want to see your accounting.
1: They definitely been laced. They've been lacing him for years, but that's a whole other topic. That, I right, definitely uh, think, just to close it out, I do definitely think Roy and Mal could definitely
3: start something, even separately, if they want to do their own thing, and they're going to be fine. They may, they're not going to be Joe Budden status, but they're going to do great. A, but
0: there I are enough a, people who hate Joe Budden to where they he, they would have a nice jump off for their platform.
1: Yeah, uh, I have a feeling we're gonna. I have a feeling we're gonna see some artwork or something if it ain't already popped up. Whoever's Googling, as maybe long look as long as it's
2: legal, as long as it wasn't anything binding in their contract, that says that they can't go on their own and start a podcast. Right. Yeah. Yep. We'll probably see something, but yeah. Yeah, I, I, unless
3: I could unless, but at the same time, Terry, he fired them on live on the show. That could void the contract.
1: So that's mm. true
2: too. Hey. it's true too.
1: Let me know when y'all see the artwork, because I think it's coming. I think they'll start their own show and uh, kind of go from there. So I'd be like Jay might be put,
2: them. he might be recruiting
0: the new Plastic Cup boys, man. Yeah, hey. he might. He, they might be on <laughs> on his format.
1: There's going to be a lot of people. I think a long said hit on it. Be People that's going to follow them just off the strength of not messing with Joe. And I liking how that ended. Like, I, they're going to be OK. Won't be as popular, but I think they'll have a nice uh, little springboard to get started we'll see how that goes but yeah I'm with Kevin Hart on that one
2: 100% she'll work she'll yeah. work in their favor I mean honestly when Joe Button quit the academic show or, or uh, what was the name of that show Everyday Struggle
1: uh, Everyday I Struggle I think Yeah.
2: Everyday Struggle when he when he started working on that show I stopped watching yeah,
1: yeah Be me, too. With you. Me, too. me
2: too so I don't know there's that I mean if he decides to get back with academics it definitely works in academics favor
1: yep is yeah, I probably won't be what I probably won't be watching that but um
0: I mean academics yeah. has his following we just aren't a part of it so
3: yeah right
1: I'm, I'm, I'm cool on that shit but if Joe do something else man I definitely will There's another it. one um well oh, I hate her all right <laughs> <laughs> good call man um let's go ahead and go to the next topic egg on it uh, <laughs> so I don't know if you got. Did, did anybody see the interview with uh with with uh Joy Crack on um Dream Champs? Did y'all get a chance to watch it?
2: Nah, yeah, I didn't anybody. watch
0: it. Yeah, I, I watched the okay. clip. I watched clips. Okay,
1: it's a pretty good interview. It's man. hard for fact, me to watch know. an entire episode of Drink Champs. Don't get me started, man. Because I, you know, I I, I want to big up. You know, I the the artists that they have are like legendary. So I want to hear the stories and stuff like that. And great, they're great guests, but. No, Nori. sometime, man, it's just, it's just tough, man. It's just tough. I'm just, it's just tough to kind of follow that. The stories be so cold, and then, randomly, he'd be like, "Make some noise." I'm like, "All right, so let me retrace this big pun story again and try to remember where he left off at, like that type of thing." So, right. uh, Fat Joe has been getting dragged on Twitter for a comment that he made in regards to uh, J. Khaled, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna read the quote. <laughs> we can kind of go into it. He says uh people people take away the greatness from Khaled. Fad, this is what this is Fad Joe talking to Nori and DJ uh EFN. They say, well, he just gets a bunch of big time rappers and puts them on the same song. There's, there's a million DJs and producers that try that and the, and those ain't hit records. It's been a long time since we've heard Nas and Jay-Z on what what to what to me sounds like a smash hit a smash mm-hmm. hit. They can play it on the radio. It's streaming incredibly. So Khaled really is the Quincy Jones of hip hop right now. So uh, long, long brought it to my uh, to my attention that he doubled down. He doubled down on the comments and tried to provide more explanation. He said all these backseat drivers, Monday morning quarterbacks, always got an opinion but can't do it themselves. It's crazy. Me, me, the I term should... Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones of this time was used to refer in reference to the work Khaled has put in over the years, years of and having years of hits. Obviously there's only one Quincy, but F that. So that's what Fat Joe said when, when people started to uh, <laughs> try to get on him about that. We all know that, and y'all can talk about it if you want how ridiculous that statement is. Uh, Cause I think that's ridiculous in my personal opinion. Uh is there, is there uh, an equivalent to Quincy in hip-hop from a production um, talent Pharrell cabins, will be the closest. Oh, go ahead. Pharrell
2: go ahead. will be the closest.
1: You said Pharrell? That's, that's your he vote? He would be the
2: closest. He would be the closest, in my personal opinion.
1: As How far do you as say that?
2: Right. Why? Because Pharrell mm-hmm. can work with any and everybody, and it doesn't have to just be hip-hop, and he's actually conducting and composing music versus you have DJ Khaled, that is pretty much a glorified AR. He's he's getting the the top um, artists that are popping over the last year. Mm. He's getting tracks to them. He's not necessarily producing those tracks. He's sending them a track and, and hyping it up as soon as he gets the track back and putting it on, on his album. Mind you, he puts out an album every year, um, so he is For consistent. Sure. It is consistent as far as that's concerned. When you're talking about a Quincy Jones, mm. I mean, Quincy Jones was a mastermind. I mean, and he had other musicians working with him too as well, don't get me wrong. But he was he that? was he was behind the scenes curating and putting his own touch and things like that. He was actually there versus Khaled. He's telling you he's sending people stuff and they're sending it back to him. He's not mm-hmm. there making that magic happen. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's it's almost a smack in the face to, to other um uh hip hop artists. Timbaland is one too. If you want to keep Dre. it above Dre. I mean V Dre definitely they're they're the Equivalent to a Quincy Jones, in my personal opinion, when you're talking about hip hop collaborations and composing music versus just sending somebody a track and then uh, plugging in somebody else's verse. I mean, he's creating magic on some of these tracks. But in the same token, it's, it's not it's not Thriller. It's not off the wall. It's not even back on the block level, Quincy Jones stuff.
0: It's not Q's juke joint. It's not the dude. It's not anything. Him. Come on. It's nothing. Don't I you know what? I gotta give Fat Joe props for having that much uh um, uh that, that loyalty? high loyalty. Yeah, for caring about his friend that much to say it, but it's delusional and it's wrong. There's just no way disrespectful.
3: Would,
0: it's, it's, yeah, him, yes, you're being you're being supportive of your friend, but you are denigrating the legacy of of a one Quincy Jones to compare him to DJ Khaled DJ Khaled is you know Mm -hmm. you know he's figured out a way out of no way but like let's just keep it real this dude (laughs) puts his name on your homework right before you turn it in and um it's not you know Quincy Jones literally made something out of nothing he started with nothing and created thriller you know he knew who to bring in his songwriters he knew exactly where to turn this and turn that you know I mean yes that's cool that Khaled has a a Jay-Z and Nas but like you know it's 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 about a relationship not an actual artistic endeavor that created you know that magic and honestly you know don't get me wrong I think it's a good record but don't tell me how about how it's streaming crazy and about how I'm in the clubs we're not playing that record um we're not really playing any of these records except for the Drake (laughs) record that came out a long time ago um and you know in this he's he's you know in look i would never see quincy jones get upset that somebody uh you know album came out (laughs) and it did better than mine like when he acted up when tyler the creator's album beat his on, on billboard you know he's not from that cloth uh, shout out to shout out to Fat Joe for being such a good friend, but please don't denigrate yeah, and disregard and yeah. dismiss yeah. and be disrespectful of Quincy Jones' legacy by saying this outside uh, and and doubling down on it makes it even worse.
2: Yeah, oh. 100
3: percent. And
0: not and to let's...
2: mention, not to mention who has oh,
3: Go ahead, Lon. Gonna... You can go ahead, Terry. I mean, you, you, you... sorry,
2: oh, I was sorry. a little excited. I was a little excited. You can Go ahead. Because it, it pisses <laughs> me off. Um, but no, nah, he hasn't broke anybody. I mean, he tried with Ace Hood. Well, I actually like Ace Hood. Don't even, he, he don't even rock with Ace Hood no more. When you talk about Quincy Jones, broke Tamia. He broke uh, Tevin Campbell. You know what I'm saying? He broke oh. dope artists, and provided some of the best music for generations to come. So yeah, there you go. My bad. Look,
0: let's just be clear. No, Quincy Jones is, you know. He look, he had a, he he produced off the wall thriller and bad. Like there's nothing you could put every you could take the best songs from every DJ Khaled album, and it's not touching even half of one of those as far as cultural impact, as far as commercial impact, just as far as impact. So once again, Fat Joe, you're a good friend. But yeah, he's a calm, he he's a, very, he's
1: a very good, he's a very good friend. Long jumping. I don't want you to lose your train of thought.
3: Well, what I was going to say is the difference between Quincy Jones and Khaled is just the music. Like Khalid is chasing number ones. Khaled yeah. is if if we're going to do any if we're going to do any comparison, Quincy is closer to Diddy than he is Quincy Jones. Uh, you know, but Quincy was about the music and it just so she happened the music. Closer, to, Khaled's
1: Khaled's closer to closer diddy to Diddy closer to Diddy, than diddy you know. Quincy he's him. he's okay. in the
3: studio, he's picking the samples out, you know, he's re, you know,
1: is organizing you know,
3: what you know, stuff like that. Um, but like to, to compare it to Quincy is just disrespecting Quincy Jones and people that, you know, you know, us that like know what Khalid's doing or whatever his name is. Um, so, <laughs>
0: Khalid Khalid.
3: You know, like yeah, whatever. nobody that cares about the music, like legitimately care, cares about the music is going to get upset at Tyler Creatives, Creative's spectacular project that comes out th- at the same time. Like you're not going to get upset at that. I mean, I don't
1: it, is, care. it is what it is, dog. Like, he put out a dope project, it came out around the same time. Don't you know, want, I'm, I'm not trying to hear about counting count stream. Oh, yeah, same, same week, same week?
2: Supposed yeah. To welcome, right? Right, right, it was the same week, but you're supposed to welcome that. Yeah. If, if you are. if your product is that good, yeah. you shouldn't care what comes out on the same day that your album yep. comes out on. Yo, know, Fabulous, um, his debut album dropped the same day as The Blueprint. Yep. Unfortunate for him. I mean, it's lucky that he's still around and still doing okay. His soul tapes was off the wall. But, I mean, he dropped his his debut the same day as Jay-Z. I mean, 50 Cent and Kanye went head to head um, in one of the most talked about release dates in history as far as hip-hop is concerned.
1: That was Marketing Genius right there, by the way, too. I remember that. It was all Six and Park, all that, yeah.
2: Yeah, if, yeah, if your product sure. is standing on something, you shouldn't be afraid to go up against anybody. Drop it.
1: Yeah. The thing that, like, lo- all of you, especially of you, when you're the favorite. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's the point. Like, like you're, you're mad fa- at you're,
3: the, like, you're mad at Tyler because he's like this the runner up and he's like surpassing you. Like, that just speaks more to your 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 uh, you're failing at your uh, <laughs> uh specific like his only goal. You know, like. He's only doing I, I, I dude. I I, I, I swear, like I, I'm saying, like Khalid only does this for number
1: one records. That's only That's the only reason he's doing this. Like he's. I really believe that, long. Like I really believe that he's content with album going number one for the first week, and then everything else that happens out after that. Like we talked about Silk Sonic a while back. We talked about more brought up the point about records having longevity and. Know, being able to stay on the charts consistently. like I don't think fam cares about that. Like I, I think as long as he can say another one and he had a number one album, I really right. don't think he cares about the budget, the 65 features, the producers he got to pay. I agree. Like, mission accomplished. Like I got another number one album that ain't nobody going to care about in six to eight months, four to six months. You know what I mean? I think, content content I think he's Same content with that. Every time. He's content with that. I think he's literally content with that, though, just to be able to say, I got a number one album. Yeah, and we we spent three four,
0: puts out an album and it's all new artists and he's able to get people to care about <laughs> people we've never heard of before or people who then are I'll, just Then But I'll pay attention. Then I'll pay attention. But when you go out and get Nas and Jay-Z and Rihanna and Justin Bieber, You're I'm supposed sorry. To be number one. That is yeah. that that is supposed to be number one.
1: So oh, fat Joe Fat Joe, you know, a a lot a, a big portion of his comment was in relation to you no, know, a lot of there are a lot of DJs and producers, but everybody can't pull this off. So you know, say like they can't take um, the number if, one hits. If I had the relationships
3: that does DJ Khaled had, those
1: though, does he get credit? Then for I could pull those? that off.
3: If you had the relationships, if everybody that I know had the relationship that <laughs> DJ
2: Khaled had. The relationship you know I mean? like, and the money to be able to pay these. Just,
3: let's just keep it real. Like he was a DJ for a very long time in Miami, right? And he I built those relationships. Anywhere. So yeah. you know, he's got the connections. Take away his
1: connections, he's just a bum. We give him P, do we give him peas for he's a he's a DJ. He's he is cultivating a he's a pretty good We give it do we give him P's for you know, building and nurturing those relationships to get to the point where he can just make that call and they're going to send the verse back. Do we give him peace for that? At this they point need, in his career?
0: They need him like he needs he needs them and they need him. So, okay. I mean, no. No, we don't give him those props.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, come on, man. Like, like don't get me wrong. As it's, it's great as Michael Jackson was as a member of the, you know, the Jackson Fives and then subsequently the Jacksons, yeah. Look, people were not knocking down his door to work with him as a solo artist. Like hmm. it really was a thing where they cultivated a, okay, and we can want talk about relationships. They cultivated a relationship when Quincy Jones was doing the whiz. And then it was like, Well, I'm looking for producers, and Quincy Jones is like, hey, you know, um, I'd love to. And you know, he was known as a jazz dude, not as somebody who could do, you know, disco jazz, pop music, music which man. was RB, which was what was popping at the time. You know, so really, at that point, Michael Jackson really was kind of an underdog. You know, that Quincy Jones on and created a masterpiece. Let's so talk about this fr- too, though.
1: I just got frustrated, low key, though. I just got frustrated because, and Terry, I'm coming right back to you. Mm-hmm. I just got frustrated because just thought about something. When you said a jazz musician, like, Quincy Jones, like, wrote charts. Like, you can actually see him writing charts. Like writing you know you know what a chart is. Like he's it's writing different. charts with time signatures and bass clefts and all that other stuff. <laughs> writing the French horn part and the clarinet part and the trombone <laughs> part or whatever. Like I just got mad, frustrated because <laughs> it's laughable to compare. He's a composer. He's, he's Go ahead, composer. man. I'm sorry. I had to get that off my chest. Go ahead. I'm sorry. We didn't
2: even we didn't even mention the fact that Quincy Jones single-handedly revived oh. Fresh Prince, Will Smith, by giving him the opportunity somebody had, who had never acted before to star that's in God. his own TV show when he was broke. And he'll that's tell you God. that story. Not to mention created one of the uh, the the highly renowned publications in the 90s, Vibe magazine. I mean, oh. talking about somebody that's full of accolades and, and, and we're comparing them uh, DJ Khaled to Quincy Jones that's see, what he wants I I you look, 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 he's got a, thing he's got see a, see a whole, whole documentary
0: on Netflix I suggest everyone who wants to really know about Quincy Jones it is amazing and, and yeah. it'll it'll basically show you why it was it's such a silly thing to compare DJ Khaled to Quincy Jones
1: I want friends like Fat Joe that you know what, though? For his I, I, <laughs> you know what, though? Like, knowing Fat Joe
3: and listening to his takes on, like, it doesn't even surprise me. Like, Joe says some dumb stuff, too. So, well, <laughs> this is, I mean, a lot of dumb stuff, so. Joe hey.
2: trying to get on the next album. That's what he Look, trying to do. Exactly. Yeah. He's hey. the best.
3: He is the best friend you could have
0: because he's going to tell you you are the best at whatever you do, even if he knows it's not true.
1: Hey, I, yeah. I need friends. We want friends like Joe if you can find them, man, because... Double down a ridiculous statement for the sake of the homie, so he definitely had his back. Um, <laughs> all right, man, we know that's ridiculous. Oh, you want do we want to shout out the partners real quick before we uh, get I mean, to this we got we got, we got three
3: minutes, three, three know
1: uh,
3: Oh, wait, hold on, we might been... have, I'm sorry, we might have like five minutes. You're supposed to be uh, doing your due diligence this week, right? And doing your timing I and thought, everything, right?
1: Thought we went on about four, I thought we went on about. Of 49. Maybe I was wrong. 48 or 49. So I, I might, I might out of time. To maybe, may, um, maybe I'm
3: wrong. Hey, maybe I'm wrong. We can shout the partners out
1: either way and then we'll get back to this last. Let's topic. shout them out. We'd like thank to thank our partners, partners <laughs> for the New Old Heads podcast No Bad Ideas Clothing Company, Coleman Dental, Printfinity, Indie CD and Vinyl, Sun King Brewery, and the hub for all things New Old Heads, bringingdownTheBand.com. Remember, Once you type bringing down the band in the search bar on YouTube and the page populates, subscribe and hit the bell for notifications. And as always, we thank you for your support. Now back to the show. Shout out to the partners. We really appreciate all of the uh, relationships that we have been able to build and continue to grow with them. Uh, So really salute them and thank you for all of the uh, great things that you provide for us. And hopefully we are providing Thanks for you as well, so shout out to the partners. All right, real quick before we get out of here, um, don't do that, Lone. I, I can't watch your face, man, because you Long got a petty. He got a petty look without saying something. Don't do that. Um, I saw some, <laughs> Shout out to my man, tall, tall black guy, and uh, uh, my homegirl DJ Cleveland Brown. They had he posted something about perfect hip hop records. They were having conversations, and Kelly came up with the point of. Summertime by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince being the perf, a perfect hip hop record, but being able to be a, to be played many years later, the same reaction happens every time. The way it's set up, the way it's produced, everything, and they're saying that that, that she thought that was a perfect hip hop record. Now a lot of people started to throw suggestions in there for you know, rap, but it also was some r and B. I I saw some Stevie. I saw some Frankie, Beverly, and Mays. You know, I saw artists like that, you know, were compared and said that they have summertime, you know, when the weather breaks, perfect records. So I'm of the belief that summertime is a perfect record. I don't think there's any flaws in it. I think it's timeless, and I think it will be able to be played 30 years from now, in my opinion. I agree with her on that. Um, but when, when you hear that summertime is a perfect record, one, do you agree with that? And also, are there other records that we may be missing? You know, from a summertime vibe, hip hop record where it's just flawless and it's gonna go every single time you play it. Old, it's older, doesn't matter. Stood the test of time. Big record. What do y'all think? Because I'm in on summertime. I don't think there's anything wrong with it.
2: Yeah, I don't think anybody can go? dispute that. Yeah,
1: one. Um, that's a great record
3: it's a great record now yeah. now real quick real quick we talked about this before and i see goodwill hunter mentioned in the in the chat that it was rakim's mm-hmm. biggest hit but wasn't this something that was written for rakim but passed on by rakim that but then will smith did it didn't we talk about this a few weeks I've, ago
0: i've heard so many different things that it was written. Yeah. But then, like the beat was yeah, for rakim and he didn't do it and then like yep. jazzy jeff said no will wrote it and so like i'm willing yep. to be, i'm i'm i'll believe jazzy jeff Right, if you know, considering this is the guy who was in the room with him all, all those times. I mean, Bill
3: Gates. Yeah, Bill Gates. Internet says that uh, Will Smith wrote it, but you know who
1: knows? Yeah, I'm gonna go. with Jeff on that one, but um, it does sound so it's like just much there, it's,
0: it's when you hear his flow, you're like, okay. I, and people say it, and you'd be like, I could hear Rock him on this. Yeah, hundred
1: percent, hundred percent. But I'm, I'm, I'm with, I'm with Kels on a. For time, I think yeah. we all agree that's one of them. There, is there records that, and you can just change. You can go to other genres, like but you would say that would be the equivalent of that, or would be on the same level. You know, when that weather break and that sun coming out, the, the you know the barbecue
0: starting. I got one. Uh, one. Amari, oh, okay. why don't we fall in love? When you know, when I yeah, hear that, it one. just feels like it just feels like mm. something. You know, it feels like something. I always say when it, when I'm on the mic, I say it feels like summertime to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So
1: definitely. That's what it. Oh, that's I don't. It is. I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it up there with summertime, but I feel you. I wouldn't put it, it up there with summertime. I think
2: it definitely gives you that
1: feeling. I, I'm not definitely. mad at that, but I still think I think it's level there's a couple levels in between those. J did return, return of the Max song. Oh, the
3: that's, return of the Max song.
2: That's
0: 12 uh. <laughs> months a year, baby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
2: straight <laughs> up.
3: Do that.
0: Nah, do that alone. Ne- did
2: this song don't necessarily give me a uh feeling as far as season-wise, but uh, computer love is is a dope track. Mm.
1: I guess, w'e talking
3: specific uh, summer.
1: You no, know take the love, summer out the equation. Take hey, that computer out the equation. Love just, just makes
0: me wanna, makes me wanna, um, you know, get a a, a green five and steal somebody's rims. That's just what that's what that, that's what makes me want to do.
1: Every single time, I like computer love, Terry. Now, computer love would be I put that over a Marie. That's getting closer to summertime for me. Lone, what what you think? You you got one that's summertime uh the caliber of summertime i might may, may have know. missed i i, I um, would have to like
3: sit here and think forever i, I don't know Kay. i have nothing off the top of my head um
2: i mean frankie beverly you got a couple of them
1: yeah yeah i don't yeah. know yeah. man have, yeah, on the list of r&b so he can't he can't do that I don't um know. i have something frankie to say
3: beverly. about the rakim thing but we'll come back to it okay
1: all right um Okay, how about this? How about this one, um, Stevie Wonder, Sir Duke.
2: That's a, just I mean, make you feel a awesome song yeah. personally. Yeah. Um, but it's not, it's not a summertime. That to me, that's not even one of. That's that's a, a good song on that album, but it's not the best song on that album. Okay, ribbons in the sky, probably. Give me a better feeling than that one, John. That one does. Be honest with you. I love Relay ah,
3: Sky. You know, up. what about I know this is kind of underground though. So maybe it doesn't stretch, but like follow fall fall in love by Slum Village is such a like you can play that anywhere Ooh,
1: almost. Oh, maybe yeah. maybe not
3: maybe not anywhere, but I don't know. Like anytime it, that comes on,
1: it's just it might not be as know, universal as right, the other ones, but that but that's a good vibe though. That's a good vibe.
2: Even Selfish, yeah. though. Sloan has got a couple of them. Selfish is one of them, too, to me.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, a I mean, good vibe. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know if it has a universe. I'm talking crossover appeal. Like, summertime, there is no limit. Think, There's no limit to summertime. I don't care where you play it. There's no limit. Even the it. song
2: even the song that I named. So if, if I'm naming songs that are like summertime, that, that are going to give you that same feeling, yeah. you'd have to go... Uh, Frankie Beverly and Mays with like
1: uh, uh feeling. Joy and
2: pain and uh not nah, and pain and, and the one that Beyonce just redid like two years ago.
1: Um the time no not gone time of day. Um what did she do? She did uh before, before I, I let, let go. go. Yeah before I let go
2: before I let go. Yeah, before, I let go. Yeah, before I let go that's that's an immediate uh goes in any setting that goes
1: that goes yeah yeah that goes I'm not mad at that. Um, You know, summertime, man, that's just... I've heard it in so many different settings, man, and it's the same every single uh, time.
0: But it's also about... it's also. It also helps helps about who Will Smith eventually became to be. Like, at one point, he was the guy on that one show that was on NBC, and then he becomes, like, this global superstar, and then you can also just harken back to this place where it's like, oh yeah, he also did music. You know, yeah. there's just, there's so many factors that, that are, are why that that record still resonates with people
3: more than 30 years after it came out.
1: Um, Did you want to, uh, you said you want to double back one more time on that Rakim, or do you want to go ahead and get out yeah, of here? So yeah, so
3: I'm reading a DJ Booth article from 2016. And yeah. right in, in this article, it says, people have suspected that Rakim secretly goes through the Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeff's timeless anthem, Summertime, but in a recent mm. interview, Rakim revealed that he didn't write the song, um, but it could have been his. So, in a conversation mm. with Hip Hop DX, Rakim confirmed Eric B's comments in another interview, confirming that the beat for Summertime was originally made for the God MC, not for Will Smith. Eric B also told wow. Combat Jack that he had Rakim record over the production, but people were in his ear telling him the song was too soft, so he passed on it, and Will Smith oh, wow. ended up making a hit out of it.
1: Yeah. But he had the beat, but Rakim had the beat, so everything worked out. Lucini. How I was supposed to work out on that one, like I, I'm, I'm good. Like everything <laughs> happened the way it was supposed to happen. Because that that record is amazing. I had the cassette single. The album was called Whole Base. Just for y'all keeping track at home. All right, man. What about
3: that? Um. Yeah, I think I was trying to think. You know, what about that
1: Lil Zane song with one twelve called "Calling Me"? That 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 might be you know, universal. And on that and on that on that note, y'all, we appreciate right, everybody that's supporting some, us. Yeah. Uh, and out
3: to
1: Lil Zane, though. Not-
0: if if you're listening tonight, Lil Zane, we love you. Shout out to you
1: make sure y'all go to patreon uh little backslash door and take take a look at some of the options that we have there and also give us a follow on the new youtube page we're trying to grow that when we make this move over coming up next month i got some dope announcements coming as well we really appreciate the time Lil zane we see you and uh shout out to the chat we'll see y'all next week don't see you (laughs) peace